This is Briefly Informed, an AI-summarized news channel. Now reading. World News. NATO hails Finland's entry to the alliance as historic, but Russia says it raises risk of conflict. Finland is set to become a member of the NATO on Tuesday. President Sali Mianisto will travel to the NATO headquarters in Brussels for the accession ceremony. Turkey gave its approval on Finland's membership bid on March 30. Sweden's membership is still awaiting approval. Russian exile claims Putin is to blame for the cafe bomb. Ilya Ponomarev is a Russian exile and former parliament member. He claims that partisan rebels are targeting the Kremlin from within Russia's own borders. He has been providing financial and political support to the group behind the St. Petersburg bombing that killed pro-war blogger Vladlin Tatosky on Sunday. U.S. has military access to Philippine bases close to Taiwan and South China Sea. The Philippines on Monday identified the locations of four new military bases the U.S. will gain access to, as part of an expanded defense agreement aimed at combating China. The new locations include three on the main island of Luzon, close to Taiwan, and one in Palawan Province in the South China Sea. Australia bans TikTok on government devices over security concerns. Australia has banned TikTok from all federal government-owned devices over security concerns. It's the latest U.S.-allied country to take action against the Chinese-owned video app. France, Belgium and the European Commission have announced similar bans. Now reading, National News. Donald Trump is in New York for a historic court appearance. Submit your question via email to your questions at bbc.co.uk. Please include your name, age and location with any question you send. Roy McGrath was killed during encounter with FBI in Tennessee after three-week manhunt. Roy McGrath, ex-chief of staff to former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, was found near Knoxville, Tennessee. He was shot by law enforcement agents. McGrath had been on the run since March 13. He failed to show up to his federal fraud trial in Baltimore. Chicago chooses between progressive and moderate candidates for mayor. Voters in Chicago will choose a new mayor on Tuesday. Paul Vallas, a former Chicago schools CEO, is running for mayor against Brandon Johnson, who is a former teacher and union organizer backed by the Chicago Teachers Union. Both men finished ahead of current mayor Lori Lightfoot in a February election, making her the first incumbent in 40 years to seek re-election in the city and lose. Another round of tornadic activity is possible for parts of Midwest, Plains and South. Severe weather that killed 32 people from the South to the Midwest over the weekend is gone, but another round of thunderstorms was aiming for nearly the same area Tuesday. Forecasters say a thunderous front of wind, lightning, hail and rain, with tornadoes possible, will sweep into the eastern third of the country Tuesday afternoon and overnight into Wednesday. GOP members moved to oust three Tennessee Dems after gun protest. Reps. Bud Halsey, Gino Bolso and Farmer filed the resolutions. They successfully requested that the House expedite the process and vote on the resolutions Thursday. 
Their requests sparked outrage among supporters watching in the gallery. Their loud jeers led House Speaker Cameron Sexton to demand that they be removed by state troopers. Several lawmakers engaged in a confrontation on the House floor. House Minority Leader Karen Camper called them, Good trouble. Now reading, Business News. Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit files for bankruptcy and seeks a buyer. Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit Holdings has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on Tuesday. The company announced the layoff of about 85% of its 750 employees last week. It listed assets of about $243 million in total debt at $153.5 million as of September 30th. Futures are flat Tuesday. Dow and S&P 500 look to extend four-day winning streak. Futures tied to the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose by 16 points. S&P 500 futures and NASDAQ 100 futures also posted marginal gains. The Dow and S&P 500 are coming off their fourth straight day of gains. West Texas Intermediate Futures rose 0.6%, building on its biggest daily gain in nearly a year. Dogecoin Futures liquidations jumps to $26 million after Twitter displays tokens logo for some users. Traders on OKX took on $12 million in losses on Dogecoin Futures positions. Long saw $10 million in liquidations, while shorts took $13 million. Dow Jones Futures Fall Tesla dives below latest buy point on deliveries miss. On Monday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1%, with United Health Group, UNH, and Chevron, CVX, the big winners. The S&P 500 gained 0.4%, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite dropped 0.3%. Tesla stock dived below its latest buy point after the electric vehicle giant reported a record number of vehicle deliveries in the first quarter. The 10-year U.S. Treasury yield fell to 3.43% Monday, cutting into last week's gains. Now reading, Technology News. It's 50 years since he made the first cell. Martin Cooper made the first public call from a cell phone on April 3, 1973. He was an engineer at Motorola and was competing with Joel Engel at Bell Labs to develop the first portable cell phone. Spotify shutters live. Spotify is closing its live audio app Spotify Live at the end of this month. The company acquired Betty Labs, the maker of the live audio apps Locker Room and Spotify Greenroom in 2021. At least six live audio shows created for the Spotify Live app were axed last year. Oppo confirms its business is on hold in Germany following rumors of Europe departure. Rumors had it that Oppo and OnePlus were planning a departure from Europe. Oppo confirms its business in Germany is still on hold due to the ongoing Nokia dispute. The company is still negotiating the issue. ChatGPT has been tricked into generating a working key for Windows 95. ChatGPT was tricked into generating keys for Windows 95 by YouTuber Enderman. One of the keys was able to activate the operating system within a virtual machine. Now reading, Sports News. UConn wins fifth NCAA title. San Diego State. Connecticut men's basketball team won their fifth title in the past 25 years with a 76-59 victory over San Diego State. 
Tristan Newton scored 19 points and grabbed 10 rebounds to lead Connecticut. Adama Sanogo was named the most outstanding player of the Final Four. Jim Nance is retiring as the voice of March Madness for CBS Sports. Jim Nance called his final game as the voice of March Madness on Monday. Nance, 63, is handing the reins as voice of the Final Four over to Ian Eagle. He will continue to serve as the lead play-by-play -play voice of NFL for CBS and chronicling the Masters. The NCAA men's tournament ended with an ugly title game. Connecticut beat San Diego State 76-59 to win the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. It was the lowest-scoring title game since 2015. The first 62 games of this year's tournament were fun. Foul was two seconds away from becoming the lowest seed to make the NCAA title game. One of the biggest questions facing top contenders at Augusta National is who will Scotty Scheffler won his first PGA Tour title earlier this season at the WM Phoenix Open. He also won the Arnold Palmer Invitational and WGC Dell Technologies match play. Angel Reese is not interested in Jill Biden's proposal to invite Iowa to the White House. First Lady Jill Biden suggested on Monday that the White House invite both teams from Sunday's NCAA tournament final. LSU and Iowa, to the Biden White House. Angel Reese, the Final Four most outstanding player, doesn't want to come. She taunted Iowa star Caitlin Clark after the game. That was top news articles I could summarize. Please check the description of this podcast for the true sources of the information.